Sometimes I think that these amorphous kinds of states like sleepiness or restlessness are hard for us because they are this kind of vague, untouchable, or, you know, it's like we can't pin it down. And I had this recognition in this just sitting, following the instructions, of one of the functions in our mind that we often kind of, we like being able to recognize this aspect is like where things are located. You know, we know, we know like this body sensation is located in this place and, and this aspect of our mind that locates things makes it easy for us to kind of recognize, oh, that's what's happening and it's happening there. It's a kind of hidden function of our mind, this locating capacity of our mind. Mind states can't be located. And so there's not that, you know, that possibility. We may try, it, it kind of might feel like, I recognized at one point it kind of felt like my mind state was out here, like two feet in front of me on a screen. It's like, no, <laughs> there's not a screen out there. You know, that's, that was created by the mind, this idea that it's located there. And so, you know, the just, just noticing, you know, that's something else we can notice. <coughs> it's not that we have to do the noticing, but something else we might recognize is, is you know, is part of the struggle with um, looking at or knowing, let's just say knowing the experience of sleepiness or restlessness, that the mind is trying to locate it, to find it somewhere. Can you just sit in the middle of an unlocatable experience? Feels a little bit too ungrounded sometimes. But as I was sitting, I reflected on that piece and I just thought I would share that with you. The mind actually cannot be located. And so that's a kind of a, a beginning exploration of that piece. So there's a few minutes for questions, if you have any questions this morning. We're not, yeah, we're not consciously trying to note, but we're also just noticing what's happening in our minds. And so, you know, sometimes we, so the question is around noting, you know, that, that she has a, a practice from the past, perhaps. Have you used noting in the past? 
Um, and so it's kind of a habit, in a way, of meditation to, to, to bring the noting in. And this can, this can often happen, we find sometimes um, in this style of practice, we settle back, we relax, we just notice what's happening, and lo and behold, our mind does its usual thing. It's practice habit, we're in this situation, and so the mind says, oh, it must be time to pay attention to the breath, or it must be time to note. And so without even our conscious doing of it, it starts happening. And so this is one of the explorations is, is there a conscious engagement when, when a practice habit starts, starts happening? So first I'm going to talk about it in the general sense of a practice habit. If a practice habit starts to come up in your practice, um, first of all, check and see, are you a, uh, intentionally engaging with that practice habit? It can happen that the practice habit will kind of begin, and then it's like we jump on the bandwagon and go, oh yeah, right, okay, and then we start actively noting or start actively connecting with the breath just because that's, so the habit has started and then we start doing it. So if it's possible, let go of the active doing of it, but there's no need to try to stop something that's kind of automatically happening in the mind. You know, if the practice habit is arising, we can just recognize it might just be as simple as, okay, practice habit, that's what's happening right now. Or you, you did notice, oh, noting, that's what's happening right now. You noticed that, 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 was, that was, but again, it doesn't have to be a problem. It's just like, oh, that's what's going on. The mind is doing its thing. And again, noticing the not-self nature of that. You know, it's just like, yeah, that's what the mind is doing. Wow, it's amazing. The mind is doing its thing. So that's one piece. You know, around practice habits, um, um, I often also find it helpful sometimes around practice habits to check my relationship. You know, sometimes practice habits, like, you know, if you end up uh, just being with the breath or for me, when I first started practicing with Sayadaw Utejaniya, I had a very strong habit. If I just relaxed, if I did not do anything, my attention just went into the body. It's like I was just noticing body sensations. It was a broad sense of the body. It wasn't narrow, but I wasn't, you know, I said to him, you know, we're exploring the mind, and when I relax and just notice what's happening, I notice the body. And... Um, you know, he said, well, you need to kind of broaden there, but he didn't tell me how to do it. So I just went back and I said, well, I'm not going to try to do something here, but what I will do is just start by letting the practice habit do its thing, you know, just start my meditation where it was comfortable. It's like, yeah, just noticing, you know, as I relax, this is what the mind does. And then I started checking in, okay, and how is the mind with that? So essentially checking the attitude. So, yeah, checking the attitude with respect to practice habits. You know, as I did that, as I checked the attitude with respect to the, um, the practice habit of being in the body, as I, I immediately discovered, wow, the mind's pretty calm and happy. And I hadn't noticed that. So it, it gave me a bigger perspective and began to help me to understand how to pay attention to the mind. So that's more generally about practice habits. With the noting in particular... Um, there's a couple pieces around it. One is that, yes, there is the habit of noting, the practice habit of noting. Um, but there's also a function of the mind that simply recognizes what's happening. 
So this is the factor of perception in the mind. And as we're going through our day, as, we, as the mindfulness gets more continuous, the, the, f- the function of perception starts to reveal itself. And it'll start to seem like, you know, it depends on how your mind does that perception. It can happen in many ways. It can happen in any of the ways that thoughts happen. So, you know, it, it could be that, that your mind, you know, a bird, you, you hit the bird sounds, and then your mind goes bird. You know, that, that's not so much a note necessarily, but it may be the mind recognizing that was a sound experience. What is it? It's like the mind will categorize as soon as it experiences things. This function of perception will automatically categorize. And so also checking in if you're noticing as you're, you know, going through the day, is it really a note or is it just the mind recognizing what's happening? And it's helpful to begin to distinguish, like for instance, the sound and the mind going bird. You know, so that's a, it's, it's two functions. One is the actual hearing and one is the mind recognizing it. We're not going to be able to stop that recognizing aspect. You know, even if we let go of the practice habit of noting, the mind will still be perceiving things. So, um, you know, to just notice, oh, perception, you know, recognizing, that's what's happening there. So that, I just wanted to, 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 to bring that piece in too, because that also might be a little bit of what's happening. Did you have another follow-on question? Or I thought I saw your hand go up again, but... Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And again, it's uh, you know, it's it happens with thoughts too. Something I've noticed that there can be this non like it's like the mind knows something. It just you know it's like it recognizes something. I remember at one point I I was walking and I recognized it's kind of like the mind knew. It's like the full blown the thought was there but non verbalized. And then the mind started verbalizing it. And then I noticed that I was verbalizing it and then the thought stopped. It's like the, the, the mind only articulated like the first two words of the thought. And then that fell away, but I already knew the whole thought. <laughs> it's like, wow, you know, the mind has this like habit of articulation. And so just notice it. Again, it's not self. You're probably not going to be able to stop it, but just notice that that happens. Yeah. Oh, and we need to stop. Um, a couple of announcements. Um, we need a, a substitute bell ringer for today only for the 10-15 sitting. That's the next sitting. Is somebody willing to do the bell ringing and be practice leader just for today? Somebody who's not in the 945 group? Great. Thank you, Christine. Um, and then um, I'd like to offer the possibility for those of you who are interested in the eight precepts. Um, we won't be taking the eight precepts formally, but in in the monasteries, you know, the the you're you're welcome to take the precepts as you wish, and so you are welcome to um, take the the eight precepts or the five precepts as you wish during the day. 
Um, I would often do this when I was um, on retreat. I would just often do this at a particular time of the day for myself. Um, we won't be doing this as a group unless there's a call for it. I mean, it, it's possible we could we could do it at the at the end of the sitting or something. But um, um, but if you'd like to take the eight precepts, essentially the eight precepts includes three additional precepts, really around renunciation. The first five precepts are about non-harming and safety and community. The remaining three precepts of the eight precepts are more about personal renunciation, simplification of your time here, which can also simplify the mind. And so they include refraining from eating after the noon meal. Um, So that would be not taking solid food after the noon meal. Uh, Refraining from... um, Singing, dancing, garlands, um, entertainment, adornment, and beautification. I don't see any of you doing that anyway. (laughs) And then refraining from high and luxurious beds. Um, And we have kind of normal beds here. I wouldn't call them luxurious. Um, Maybe higher than the, the traditional standard, which is 18 inches. But, you know, we can consider the beds here not high and luxurious. Um, and so, you know, the, the main impact of taking the eight precepts is around refraining from eating after the noon meal. And so if you'd like to do that, I'm going to post this uh, sign-up sheet that the reason for the sign-up sheet is so essentially the, the, um, the uh, kitchen volunteers are aware of how many people will not be taking the evening meal so that they can adjust quantities accordingly. And there will be juice available. Where will the juice be? It's in the white So it'll just stay there. Okay, so it's just it'll just stay there. Okay, so if you take the eight precepts in at any point in the evening, if you need a little bit of a sustenance, you can um, go into the yogi fridge and get some juice. So we will put this, where would you like the sign-up sheet? Just on the bulletin board or on the door. Okay, we'll put it on the door where the um, where the interview sheet is. So this will go up. If you'd like to take the eight precepts, you're welcome to do that. Um, then um, the groups start this morning. Today the groups are at 9.45 and 11. The group times vary each day. Some of it depends on yogi jobs. Um, I needed to have an evening group for the uh, people who are working in the kitchen in the morning. And so just be cognizant of which time it is. Yeah, Sally. I have a question about the eight yeah. Well, you, you, you could pick. You could pick and say, yes, I want to do it. No, I don't want to do it. But let the kitchen know. Like, you know, from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you decide, if you dis- if you want to do, if you want to do it on, um, uh, you know, if you want to do it for like a couple days, write your name down. Or if you just want to do it for one day, write your name down and then cross it off the next day. Um, and yeah. It is not starting a few minutes later, and that's only going to impact you today and tomorrow, because other than that, it's going to be the uh, open schedule. Yeah. 
So it is just for today and tomorrow that that will be an impact. So the 11 o'clock group uh, in particular, you know, it will start at 11 o'clock. Yeah. And so it would be helpful to to be there. Yeah, thank you for checking about that. Um, since I posted six days of interviews, and sometimes it's hard to track, I've decided to use the red arrow system to point to what day we're on <laughs> so that you can follow where we are in the schedule. And then um, I noticed there are several of you who still not signed up for the individual meetings. And again, it's optional. It's not required. Um, but just to... Um, We'll, we'll have a cutoff time, and, and they're mostly slots for today and tomorrow. I think there's one for later in the week. But um, the slots for today are tonight at 7.30, I think, seven, 7 or something like that they start. And so we'll have a cutoff time of 5.30 if you are um, uh, haven't signed up yet and would like to sign up for one of those slots. Sign up by 5.30 today. And at 5.30, those slots become available to all. And I will include that for the people who are auditing the retreat if you would like to uh, sign up for a slot that's available at that time. Any questions about that? Does everyone, is everyone aware of how to change from precepts? Oh, oh, that's a good point. Okay, so yeah, if you'd like to change from the five precepts to the eight precepts, basically what you do is you take, usually I would do it in front of the Buddha, just in silently in my mind, I would take the eight precepts. If I wanted to change from the eight precepts to the five precepts, um, you're on the eight precepts until you basically take the five precepts again. And so then, you know, if you, in the morning, realizing, oh, I want to go back to five precepts, just in front of the Buddha in the morning, just to yourself, take the five precepts. Does that make sense? Everybody understand that? So you can go back and forth by just taking the five or eight in your own mind. Okay. So our next, our first group starts in 10 minutes. Enjoy your day of practice. <laughs>